0: Welcome to another episode of EG like Sunday morning which this week is a bit of an EG LSM Resi Talks crossover special uh, as I am joined by our residential editor Emma Rossa who is surfing a build to rent wave this week um, Emma we'll dig into detail on all your amazing BTR content in a minute but apart from being incredibly busy how has your week been it, uh,
1: apart from being incredibly busy um yeah it's been fun it's been fun it's been a bit wild today's been um a lot crazier than i thought it was going to be just in that you know we've we've put out this massive special and um and i had sort of thought and now it's done and no that no, that's not the case at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> no now the work uh, work of letting everyone know about it i guess that's, that's exactly
1: that right like, like having written how many thousands worth of words please could people read this and can I put this out at the appropriate time when you might want to as well
0: (laughs) okay well hopefully we can give uh, give that a little bit of a helping hand now for anyone uh, who wants to spend their Sunday reading about BTR which is I'm sure most people listening to this podcast so feel free to talk to me like I'm someone who knows next to nothing about the build to rent sector is that all right can you okay no
1: that's okay. how I talk to everyone. <laughs> Great,
0: uh, so yeah talk me talk me through um, you know the BTR special and, and and how it came about and what what you're looking to achieve with it.
1: Okay this is fun isn't it, this is the first time I've really kind of dug into it as well and it's sort of strange going back to the beginning when you look at the end product thinking why wait why why do we want to do this again? It looks very <laughs> nice, why do we want to do it? But I've had a little think and, and I know why. <laughs> so um so it all kind of sort of started back in january um we we're seeing a ton of kind of massive deals coming through um it, we'd had um at the end of uh 2020 a big one from um quadrille buying re- the real star portfolio which completed this year um um and then goldman sachs and the Thistle portfolio so lots of big build to rent these are these are portfolio sales but also another um, t- ton of deals kind of coming through and maintaining and 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 picking up, if anything, throughout the pandemic. And we report all of these and um, and of course, and we always have, but it just seemed that there was kind of growing momentum and we wanted to be able to properly track this. Um, and, and just, you know, EG and we have Radius and Radius is this massive data engine behind us that um, it kind of provides this intelligence and this, and this tracking and, and looking at how are things moving over time. And so I was able to start working with Radius to say, when we write a news story, this isn't something that's like, it's it's not forgotten. This is kind of all feeding in. And we can also mm-hmm. have Radius, you know, the researchers going out there and finding out those deals and feeding this all into this 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 massive um, uh, kind of this data engine. And I can also get something out of it, too, because I can write really cool, juicy stories about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about doing that and um and how would we want to be able to present that? So we wanted to be able to, to track investment. And it's not just for Radius or for me to write cool stories. I think this is valuable for the industry because mm. when you have an emerging market unit and you need to be able to to kind of to track it, but also create those benchmarks. Um, and, and many would be putting out kind of different, different kind of maybe deal collections, but we wanted to do something the way yes you can see the top line figure and and what we tracked over the past 12 months was that there's been almost five billion in investment into build to rent but you want to be able to go below kind of deeper and into that data and say well that's a huge amount of money where is that coming from who is that where is that what are they buying why are they buying now you know we've got an editorial team we can talk to those investors and ask them those questions as well um and so was born the build-to-rent reports,
0: uh, and it's yeah been a real labour of love, uh, but it's, oh, yes. it's out in in print form this week, and it's some thirty pages of our of our magazine yeah. this week, and available online as well. So, um, and it's you know it's as, as you said, it's a mix of data analysis, comment. Um, so yeah, what are some of the the headline points uh, that that have come out of your your work on this uh, BTR special?
1: So so there's the kind of the starting off was the, the, the main that we started with was obviously looking at investments. So that was just was looking at we tracked um, um, or radius tracked over 12 months, to the end of March, 4.7 billion in investment across 48 deals. And that equates to 16,229 homes. Um, and to many in commercial real estate, that that might not sound, you know, if you if you invest in offices, that might not sound that impressive. This this is this has doubled over the pre- previous mm. 12 months. And while commercial real estate in lockdown, you know, we've seen so many sectors that have suffered um, and so many question marks kind of raised over, you know, what wh- how those sectors may need to adapt. It really seems that that build to rent has really gone from strength to strength, um, mm-hmm. even if that is a, a bit of a cliche, because, it is a secure investment. This is what what these investors um kind of talk about. Um, by its nature, it is defensive as well. You think that people will be more likely potentially to be renting in if there was a downturn. Um, and these are all long term investments as well. Funders tend to go in for kind of twenty to forty years. Um so so that was um so but but digging into those numbers, and, and for that first piece, we spoke to um, Rebecca Taylor, who's head of filtering at Long Harbour. Um, Ryan Prince, um, founder of Uncle, and also uh, vice chairman at Realstar. Um, in 45 minutes. Oh no, we're on. Okay, we're on Sunday today, aren't we? We are on, on Sunday. Su- <laughs> 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 I'm 45 minutes. We've got a. Um, we've got a.
0: Uh... <laughs> yeah, we're not live. <laughs>
1: Also, um, I I went to Elephant and Castle, met Ryan Prince um, at the 45-storey tower built to rent scheme that they have there, which is one of the first um, purpose-built, certainly the tallest at the moment, um, in London. um, And that completed in 2018. Um, And also my first face-to-face interview for such a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's another. So Ryan Prince, we've got a nice big profile talking about, you know, when he first started out in real estate, over, and, and what's happened for RealStar in the UK over 20 years um, and how they've gone from doctor surgeries to hotels to build to rent, um, initially just buying in the downtown, buying blocks um, that for, were initially built for sale sale um, and the developers were not able to sell them. People weren't able to buy, so they became rental assets and real star then moved into purpose-built, Um, as you see Elephant and Castle and and founding this platform, which is UNCLE. Um, Having done this massive deal with um, Quadril now, they want to spend a tonne more and double their portfolio and expand everywhere that you could possibly think. Um, And so that's all in that profile there. Um, We don't just talk about investment, we look at development as well. Um, So I worked with um, a game of radius but also former EG um, reporter Carl Thomas, um helped with this kind of investigation really into the build to rent pipeline. We looked at Thousands of planning applications, um and and looking at again, we knew that 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 was an upward trend because I'm mm. constantly writing about build to rent planning stories, um, and we knew the schemes were getting bigger, and and and, and I think one that I had uh, reported recently, Canary Wharf Group with this 60 story build to rent tower to replace a million square foot of offices, um, so we wanted to dig into. You know what does that pipeline look like? How big is it? And and who is who's there? And and we saw plans in over 12 months for 38,533 build to rent homes across 98 schemes. So that's more than double the, the amount uh, we had seen in the investment. So this equates to around about an 11 billion um, potential pipeline oh. of investment. Um, and these are schemes that are coming from developers that we know or kind of investor developers um that we know always um do build to rent. That's their speciality. Um it could be a developer who has flagged the scheme as a purpose built um build to rent scheme. Um and uh yeah we looked at location, we looked at size, we looked at how tall they're going, we looked at everything basically, Jess. <laughs> uh
0: you certainly seem to have done based on my <laughs> quick uh, read through of the sections. So yeah, well done. Um Any 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 other highlights you want to draw attention to?
1: I am going to keep going. Just yeah. So um, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to find it difficult to stop me. Um. So whilst getting this all ready to go, um, on Monday or Tuesday, I got an announcement from Argent related that they would be unveiling their yes very well timed unveiling their first build to rent scheme um uh and we know that well, obviously we know that they're going to be doing build to rent um but unveiling that the first scheme would be at King's Cross um at the triangle site there um and I would definitely look at that story and look at those CGIs as well. I'm normally more of a fan of an external CGI, but inside mm-hmm. that building is quite beautiful. So um okay. so so that's a an impressive scheme. Of course it's impressive. Um you know it's coming from Argent, and we, we and we know that. Um And but then, you know, speaking to Tom Goodall as well at um, Argent Related, he talked about the schemes that are coming up later. So they're going to be doing a build to rent at Brent Crosstown and also Tottenham Hale. And we'll be going out to the market looking for funding for that. So more investment opportunities to keep tracking and and for the next build to rent report.
0: (laughs) Now you are already thinking about part two, are you?
1: Yes. Just don't tell (laughs) anyone on the team because they already want to kill me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, and um, uh, at the risk of moving away from, from BTR, I, I know one, one other thing that we both enjoyed um, seeing this week uh, was the sight of uh, Westfield's chefs limbering up for the return of diners to their restaurants this week, as, as featured in Diary.
1: It makes me so happy to look at these happy chefs. <laughs> what a heartwarming story.
0: Yes, indeed. And uh, would will, will you be will you be partaking of of their wares anytime soon? Have you got any dining plans? Now that things oh, are opening you
1: know, up. I, do you remember when people were saying that you um that and I'm I'm sure this is happening. I'm sure, but I'm just not aware of it that you could get your vaccine at Westfield.
0: Oh really? Okay.
1: And that was and they were going to or they were going to be supporting yeah. that in some way. It was a long time ago that we we was reporting this. And I thought this is it was around Christmas because I wanted to go to Westfield, get my vaccine and get mm. my Byron burger, which I haven't <laughs> had for a really long time. Mm. And today, Jess, I just got the um, I just put my vaccine. So oh, congratulations. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and I guess the obvious next thing would be to go to Byron and get a burger.
0: <laughs> it seems like the only only possible way to celebrate uh yeah i've (laughs) got uh i've got surge testing at the local garden center to look forward to this this weekend so that's very exciting
1: yeah
0: yeah we're in a a a slightly bad area for the indian variant so
1: oh god okay oh joy
0: okay but uh moving away from such things to the eg quiz of the week which i know you're very keen to to take part in again um I had particular problems this week because the best headlines in the magazine were all in the Build to Rent special. And I couldn't ask you a missing words uh, question on on one of your own features. So that would be unfair. But, you know, the man from Uncle Home is where the hearth is. You had all the all the headline game this week.
1: I did. Do you know, I said to Ryan Prince I was going to use the man from Uncle and he said people have said it. No one's used it. So it's fine.
0: Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay so question one, will you become the first solo artiste to get five out of five?
1: I don't think so. I've literally not looked at anything else that doesn't involve a flat. Uh,
0: Question one and question one is probably the toughest question I would say. So which (laughs) US law firm is closing in on a deal to become EG's newest neighbors by taking space at 22 Bishopsgate across the road?
1: Okay yes Alex broke this. I don't know the name of any more firms maybe is it is it called Scaddon? Uh,
0: it does I think it's probably called Scaddon for short so we probably should give you the the, the point uh the point for that I, I imagine there are there are people that work for this firm that have no idea what its full name is it's Scaddon Arp Slate Meagher and Flom.
1: Okay but I got that point frankly, because there was frankly no more any other one. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Scadden, good good. One point. Who was forced to backtrack with an apology after saying that workers who want to continue working from home are the least engaged in their companies?
1: Oh, it was the WeWork um chief executive. It was. Okay, so I don't know the the name of the WeWork chief executive.
0: <laughs> well, well, you know. Please it's...
1: don't tell anyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all right. That's quite all right. You know, uh, if they were BTR, then maybe it would be more of an issue. But yes, it was indeed the WeWork chief executive, oh Sandeep Matrani. Uh, oh, that's embarrassing. And I don't know about you, but you know, I'm you know we're both working from home uh, and have been, and we, we we're pretty engaged, I think.
1: In defence of working from home, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. engaged. With, I mean, you just produced a 30-page bill to rent report working from home. That's Not good like, enough for him. What's his name engaged.
1: again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sandeep Matrani.
1: Yeah, no. Um, yeah. But it's, I, I remember, yes, when it, it, it all kicking off and I thought that's a bit of an odd thing to say. And actually, that's a bit of a dangerous thing to say because that's exactly what workers are worried about, isn't it?
0: Indeed, so. it is. Uh, okay, so that, I would say it's just about two out of two. So which city has perhaps unsurprisingly been named as the most expensive for logistics space globally?
1: Globally. Hmm. 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 Don't know. Oh, it, is
0: London. it is London. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs>
0: uh, now the missing word round. Um, so, this one is actually a fe- the main feature in the legal section, which is all about residential letting, almost as if we plan these things. Uh, mm. And it has a photo that's sure to be very, very popular with readers. The headline, can you fill in the blank? The headline is Let's For Blank. Let's For
1: Blank. Oh, you like this. I, th- this sentence structure is very similar to the last one. Um, <laughs> what was the last? The last one was F for something, wasn't it? It
0: was,
1: yeah. <laughs> let's for... The only thing that goes into my head is for sale, and that is, it makes no sense.
0: It's actually Let's for Pets. There is an adorable photo oh. of a dog.
1: Oh! Um,
0: we, yeah, Let's for Pets. It's uh, all about... The impetus for for uh, it's the, the 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 puppy buying boom in lockdown and the impetus for landlords to be pet friendly in their lease terms. So yes, I, it might be of interest for you to, to it, check that so one out. It's so
1: interesting. I do remember when the government was pushing that out, the kind of enabling, and I thought at the time, yes, this is great. However, maybe there could be some more important things that they might want to look at during lockdown, <laughs> such as people worrying that they're going to be evicted
0: <laughs> yes possibly but <laughs> but it's uh, okay
1: because if you've got the yeah. doggy it's fine
0: and uh we've we've it's quite a dog dog um centric eg quiz this week so the diary question final question uh-huh.
1: score three
0: out of five what is the name of the world's first food hall for dogs opening in bournemouth in july
1: and um, we all got so excited about this, I've sent yeah, this
0: i, I to got you. five people sent me this press release
1: yeah and then we uh, but i think maybe we'd all done that horrendous thing that we hate anyone to have ever done to our articles of like reading the subject and nothing else basically <laughs> reading the headline I, it was like droozle or droodle droonal or something like that
0: It, i Schedule. mean it's very very close it's drool <laughs> it is drool it is, oh. it is more straightforward than that it is drool so oh, I mean, um, yeah pretty close uh two and a half out of five okay not bad There have been worse. Okay, that just leaves time for me to run down uh, what we have coming up on the EG podcast channel this coming week. And we have some goodies. So on Tuesday, it's the latest episode in everyone's favourite series, Tech Talk Radio. And then on Wednesday, not only will I be releasing an On the Case discussing a recent Supreme Court decision on empty property rates, but Deputy Editor Tim Burke is back with another episode of Market Moves, this time looking at prime residential property in central London. Lucky him. On Thursday, there will be another episode of On the Case, Double Bubble, this time, the third and final part in our three-part series on the raft of recent CVA and restructuring decisions. Then, on Friday, my colleague Sarah Jackman helms the next EG interview, talking to Mike Scott on his being elected senior partner at Cripps Pemberton Greenish. After all that, you should be all listened out, so we'll give you a break for the bank holiday weekend, and EG Like Sunday Morning will return in a fortnight's time. Emma, thanks for taking part today, and who knows, maybe you'll be back again in two weeks' time.
1: Maybe. Thanks, Jess.
0: (laughs) You have been listening to EG Like Sunday Morning.